What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I know it's been a while since I've posted a, well, not posted, but I guess uploaded an episode. You know, the the week before, the weekend before last, it was the Super Bowl and, you know, people were busy. I was busy. I was also getting ready to go on my New York trip, which is what this episode is about. So here we go. So I'm sitting here with Caitlin. Hi. And Orbix, who has missed us during our trip. So she's being very attached to Caitlin right now. Yeah, she's very clingy right now. So we really just wanted to, you know, talk about our New York trip, fill everybody in. I know everyone is going to be asking, you know, how was your trip? What did you do? What did you think? So for me, this would be the easiest thing, you know, talk about it once. Somebody asked, just go listen to the podcast. We'll talk about it there. So I guess, you know, Caitlin, you've been to New York already before. Yeah, well, I went when I was 16. So you went 11 years ago. Yeah, a lot has changed in 11 years. So what were your initial thoughts? Initial thoughts? Or what were your just your thoughts in general? Okay, initial thoughts after we landed and we got there. It was a lot grimier than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, when I went, it was snowing. So there was snow on the ground. So it kind of mm. covered up, I guess, the griminess. Yeah, I mean, I guess the... You know, the, I don't the know. there were some good sections and then some bad sections. It's just our hotel happened to be in like the the grimy section. We were in like the garment district, yeah, slash so, like Hell's Kitchen area, exactly. So if we would have stayed like on Fifth Avenue by Central Park, like that was a whole hell of a lot nicer. Yeah, but that's also a whole hell of a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, this trip was already very expensive. So. Yeah. I mean, my I, I've never been. This was this was my first time. So my initial thoughts were, hey, it doesn't stink as bad as everyone says that it does. People like, say that it stinks. Yeah, people say that it smells in New York. Really? I've I mean, never I've it, never heard that. It's an old city. Oh. I mean, it it doesn't really stink. I mean, there are various smells. For starters, everyone there smokes cigarettes. Yeah, everybody smokes. That was the on worst the thing. Like you'll be walking next to someone and you're trying to get away from the smoke. And you just can't get away from it because the second you get away from one person that's smoking, there's another person. I was honestly super surprised. I mean, even like corporate like business ladies that were like posh and like you wouldn't think that, oh, they smoke like, nope, they were outside, outside their businesses smoking, like having conversations. I think I think that's like a prerequisite. If you want to live in New York City, you have to smoke cigarettes, cigarettes. (laughs) which is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, the smells, it kind of smelled to me, the smells that I picked up on. I mean, of course, the cigarette smell. There was weed smell everywhere. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, I guess is whatever. And then, I mean, it's just, it just kind of smelled dirty. But all in all, I mean, it was a great experience. I enjoyed myself. We did a lot of the touristy, you mm-hmm. know, basic stuff. So I guess we can kind of just run through everything that we did. Yeah, like day by day what we did. Yeah, I guess, you know, if someone's thinking about going to New York or whatever, maybe this will help someone determine whether or not they actually want to travel to New York or not. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we didn't do, not because of shortness of time, just because everything that we want to do is just so expensive. Yeah. And we had already spent so much money. Well, also just so far. I mean, 
Manhattan is so big. Yeah, I mean, we mainly stayed in, you know, we stayed in Hell's Kitchen, you know, the garment district. We ventured off to Times Square and we didn't go any, you know, more east than Times Square, really. I mean, we went to the Empire State Building, well, which is east south. Well, we did go to the, upper, to the Upper East Side a little bit. Yeah, we went, we walked Upper East Side. We went through Central Park, but we didn't go anywhere north. I mean, walking through Central Park was like crazy. Mm-hmm. We walked for like 30 minutes and we were only a third of the way yeah. like through Central Park. I mean, going to and from the airport, we drove through Queens and Brooklyn so like that, but we really didn't like, you know, walk around and venture through all of that. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, we did go south, south Manhattan to where, you know, you can go to Battery Park and all that stuff. So we yeah. could see the Statue of Liberty and, you know, everything like that. But day one, our flight left the crack of dawn. We woke up at like 4 a.m., I think. Yeah. And, you know. Because we had to leave by 4.30, right? Yeah. Um, our flight was like three and a half hours. We get there mm-hmm. and... We get there, I believe, we got there like at 10 o'clock, 10.30. Something like that. We got there early, Mm -hmm. earlier than we were supposed to. And our check-in for a hotel wasn't until 4 o'clock p.m. So we get, we catch an an Uber. Well, we actually lift. We got a lift. We took a lift from the airport to our hotel, which the airport, LaGuardia, I guess that's how you say it. LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Yeah is over in the queens brooklyn area yeah and it's also under construction so it's also just hella confusing yeah so to get out of there to our hotel in the garment hell's kitchen area was probably about 45 minutes no i really think it took um less time because we had the the crazy lyft driver yeah so the our first our first (laughs) joseph (laughs) our first new york lyft experience was crazy our lyft driver probably was the craziest driver Mm -hmm. in the world yeah and it was hella scary because Mm -hmm. houston traffic is one thing yeah but new york traffic is just a thousand times scarier i don't know why and you you know i have a sports car so i'm in and all you know i'm all over the roads most of the time but this was just scary well because the drivers like they have no like lanes they just drive how like wherever they want to go half the time they're in like the middle of the lane and then people are just honking at each other and then the pedestrians just have no value for their lives whatsoever because they just walk out in the middle of traffic and hope hope a taxi doesn't hit them yeah i mean i did that a couple of times just because i'm like you know when in new york you know do as the new yorkers do i guess but that i was just tired of being around people that smoke cigarettes yeah well some people were just like lackadaisically walking like at least we kind of like hurried up and like ran across yeah they would just walk so slow just not even care eating their croissant or whatever (laughs) just (laughs) on the way to the office like they just did not care yeah so joseph probably almost killed us yeah and when we got to our hotel we did an early check-in we couldn't really get our room yet so we just dropped off our luggage and we walked around walked to Times square Mm mm-hmm so our the first place we went but of course i was hangry so we first had to get food because we were walking around times square and you were like asking me oh like what do you want to look at and i was just not having it so (laughs) we had done research prior to going to new york but the research we did was all about food well yeah because we're like major foodies yes like when we travel that's all we care about is eating the food at that location yeah you know, and doing touristy things, but you yeah. know, mostly food. So one of mine and Caitlin's favorite YouTube channels on YouTube is Bon Appetit's Test Kitchen. 
And, you know, they also do like other things or whatever. And one of their little segments is where one of their editors goes around to all these New York restaurants and orders everything off the menu. Mm -hmm. One of everything on the menu. One of everything off the menu. Mm -hmm. And so one of the places that we saw in there was Los Tacos number one. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we need to go there. Yeah. And we actually found out. We saw that episode maybe what, like four days before? No, not even four days. Maybe like. Two days. Two days before yeah. we left. We were like, whoa, we stumbled upon this video like, yeah. at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he had posted that video like maybe four months ago. So like, it was a long time ago when he posted that video. Yeah. So we were like, we need to go there. Well, luckily, there was one of them next to Times Square. Mm-hmm. You know, in between our hotel and Times Square, we were like, ooh, let's go there. So we walked there. And when we get there, it's like, it feels like home. Like, it feels like Texas, like straight up like Mexican, like you know, hole in the wall. So the the thing about New York is that there's like no seating to sit down and eat anywhere. At least at any of the popular places. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> if you want to eat anywhere, you either have to stand up in a corner or you have to eat outside. Yeah. So we go in and there's, there's not much of a long line. Mind you, it was probably noon. It was around lunchtime. Yeah. Um, on a, on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there was a lunch pack, but it wasn't, it wasn't super packed. And one of the big things that was on the Bon Appetit video that we saw was at that restaurant, they have something called a fried quesadilla. Now their quesadillas that they make there are different than what people normally think a quesadilla is. People mm-hmm. think quesadillas like, a, like, like the calzones of tacos or burritos or something. Well, their quesadillas, they have normal quesadillas, but their quesadillas look like a straight up taco. It's just made different than the tacos. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a fried version of theirs. So I really wanted to get that. And another like thing that I really wanted to get there was the alobada, mm-hmm. which is like pork. The, the marinated pork. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's marinated pork and it's cooked with pineapple on a flame on like... You you honestly it's probably on a Spitfire. Is yeah, what they called it. Well, it's like a it's like a hunk of pork. Yeah, that's just like rotated and like on. It's on like a, it's on, like on a, a pine. It's like a pine cone shape. Yeah, I mean, and it, then as it rotates, the the guys just like shave off the pork from like the yeah steak. like <laughs> legit like you know Mexican style. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. Um, so I got that in the fried quesadilla. And then I also got a nopal taco, mm-hmm. which basically is fried cactus. Um, Caitlin, you got the... I got the chicken mula. The chicken mula, mm-hmm. yes. Which is more of like the traditional like quesadilla, like the flat folded over yes. with like extra cheese. And then what else? Did you, is that all you got? Um, That's all I got the first day, yeah. Well, I didn't want to give that away yet. <laughs> that's all I got day number one. <laughs> um. And I got an orange Fanta. Yes. So I will say the fried quesadilla with the alawada was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, the I chicken mula was really amazing. I really, it wasn't the fried, it wasn't the fried quesadilla <laughs> with the alawada. But I honestly can't describe it. Like I have like no words to describe how it tasted. I mean, it was like basically just heaven Mm -hmm. the pork was amazing by itself too yeah so i guess caitlin kind of got it away gave it away but i'll put the cart before the horse but we went three times (laughs) that's how great this place was we went the first day we were there 
we went Saturday and then we went Sunday. So we went Thursday for lunch and then Friday and Saturday for dinner. The downside to the Friday night, or I'm sorry, we went Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. The downside to Saturday night was, is that it was so packed because we went for dinner. Yeah, we went at 730. And because it was so packed, the fried, the fried quesadilla, they couldn't make it because it was such a rush that that takes longer to make. So they were like, yeah, we're not serving that right now. And I was like, are you kidding? So that is why we went a third time because I was like, I need to get that again. Mm -hmm. So the second this, you know, between all three times we had what we said earlier. And then I also had the the carne asada taco. Um, and then we had the carne asada mula. Yes. And, and then, then I mean, everything else was just a repeat. Got something else. No. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident we didn't get anything else. I mean, everything else was just a repeat because day day three, I got mm. the the taco, the carne asada again, and then I got the the fried quesadilla again with mm. the alabada. But um I, I, I need to post these photos on on Instagram so that people can see. I took a picture and ugh, this food was amazing. I mean yeah. if we if we go three times, mm-hmm. you know. it has to be good if you go somewhere repeatedly three times. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, you know meal number one mm-hmm. on thursday and then yeah. we we walked one block down to Times square yeah and in Times square we went to old navy we mm-hmm. went to the m&m store we went to the hershey store and those those stores were like you know pretty cool i guess yeah i definitely liked the hershey store better just because there was more like to look at inside and then the m&m store just smelled like straight up piss um, yeah, it there was a like, lot of places that smelled like that. But especially the M&M store. I don't, I thoroughly don't understand how the workers could work, get up and like work there every day and like smell that air because it legit smells like 500 homeless people live there. And they Welcome just, to New York. And they just pee on the floor in the <laughs> M&M store. I mean, it straight up smells like urine. Um, but the Hershey store was pretty cool. And then they had, um... They had that s'mores station inside the Hershey store and then that um, the cookie dough inside the Hershey yes. store. So my favorite part about the Hershey store was the Reese's section. Like, Of course, everyone mm-hmm. that knows me knows I love Reese's. So they had a whole like section of just Reese's like chocolate and like products. They had the Reese's peanut butter like jars. Um, but, you know, as Caitlin said, they had like. Like, I wouldn't call it a bakery. Like, what would you call it? It was just like a, I don't know. Like- a place you can get sweets. <laughs> yeah. So I got the Reese's peanut butter cookie dough. Cookie dough, yeah. So it was two scoops of Reese's peanut butter cookie, cookie dough, dough with Reese's pieces and Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. Yeah. They also had like a s'mores um, little area. Station where you could station. like make s'mores with different candies. Like you could make it with a Kit Kat. You can make it with a Hershey's. You can make it with the Reese's. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of stuff. And then they had like milkshake versions, and pretty much everybody was getting the milkshakes, even though, yeah, it was pretty cold outside. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean the M M&M and M place was cool just because like there was like crazy flavored M and M's. It was basically like I don't know like how to describe it. I guess like when you go to H E B and they have like those little jars where you can like fill up a bag mm-hmm. of like you know natural like stuff or whatever mm-hmm. or i'm trying to think of like what else what other places do it like that like candy well, I shops think, i'm pretty sure at heb they have 
the jelly bean dispensers. Yeah, it's basically like that, but it's yeah. it's M&Ms and mm-hmm. you can mix you can make your own bag and stuff like yeah. that. But they had like coffee flavored M&Ms and the cheesecake cheesecake. Ones. They had a bunch of like crazy flavors. Yeah. Um and then they had like colored like mm-hmm. categories where it's like this is for Valentine's Day and this is like for mermaids and <laughs> yeah. for unicorns and I'm like, yeah, okay. But I think the 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 thing i had the most fun in the m&m store was that you go through this little machine and it tells you like what color m&m you are (laughs) so i got purple Mm -hmm. which was weird and caitlin you got orange i believe yeah so i didn't know there was a purple m&m character but i know there's an orange m&m character and he's Mm -hmm. like the klutz yeah or whatever or he'll he's the one that's like scared of everything Mm -hmm. but i don't think there's a purple m&m character i don't know so and then, you know, while we were in Times Square, we did some more shopping. Um, and then we went to Carlo's Bakery. The, was, it, was that the first day? That We went there on the first day, yeah. Okay. We, we went there another day. But, yeah, <laughs> we went there on day one, and he's the, the cake boss guy. Yeah. That's, like, his, like, bakery. It's in... I don't think it's in Times Square, but it's, yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, it pretty much was. It was in between, like, Times Square and Broadway. Yeah. So, I mean, we went there. That place smelled like a subway. Yeah. I didn't really like the smell in there. It smelled weird. I guess I didn't really notice it that much. Yeah. The one I really noticed was at the M&M store. I mean, it didn't smell like a bakery or, yeah, you know, maybe. anything like that. But so there we got a couple of things. But mm-hmm. the best thing that I got there was the Italian cheesecake. And if you know me, you know, I love cheesecake as much as I love peanut butter. And the Italian cheesecake was better than any of the normal New York cheesecake I had in New York. Now, what makes Italian cheesecake different than normal style cheesecake is normal style cheesecake is made with cream cheese. Well, Italian style cheesecake is made with ricotta. And I don't know if that's what made it better, but it also had like a lemon zest like to it. Those were lemony, which I guess that also made it better too, but it was so good. I went and got a second slice. Um, was it Sunday? Yeah. Cause yeah. we did all of our, like, gotta have it before we leave yeah. type stuff on Sunday. Yeah. So we went back again on Sunday and I got another slice of, of that. But while, yeah, while we were there the first day, you got the cheesecake and then we got some cannolis. Yeah. Which were eh. They were eh. Yeah. And then we got the cookies and cream cake like a slice yeah the cookies and cream cake was okay it was good the second time we went which was the last night we were there whenever i got another slice of the italian cheesecake we also got a slice of the confetti cake yeah and that was amazing yeah i highly recommend the confetti cake from the cake boss carlos bakery 10 out of 10 like heaven in your mouth so good the vanilla buttercream was just like none other vanilla buttercream like i've ever had yeah (laughs) so after that we went to another place that we didn't even know existed we had just stumbled across it because like after that we were we like every time we saw a bakery we were like look in the window and like you know see what they see what it was all about well there was another place are you sure this is the first day not the second day i'm pretty sure this was the first day second day Mm, well the second day we didn't go to times square area no but the these Carlos and then this other bakery it was kind of near our hotel and it was near the restaurant that we went to on the second day yeah maybe or did we go 
I'm so getting confused with like our days of like because we what, went to the same place on multiple what days. What we did there, but the, the the really good pizza place was that the first day or was that the second day? Are you talking about the place we sat down and ate? Yeah, that was like the best pizza. Oh really? Yeah, in my opinion. Well, the first <laughs> time we went and actually got pizza was the second day, which. So what did we have for dinner after Los Tacos, or was that our dinner? No, Los Tacos was lunch. So I, what did I, we have for dinner? I we can did, tell you. We did I have go to all the, the... the sit-down pizza place. No, we did go to Angelina's on the first day. Oh, we did? Yeah, so I have all of my transactions. <laughs> okay. We went to Los Tacos. We went to Old Navy. We went to the Hershey place. We went to Starbucks to get your mug. Yes. Which I've mentioned that before in previous podcasts. I collect the Starbucks mugs. Um, then we went to Carlos Bakery, and then we went to Angelina's. I don't think we... Did oh. we eat dinner that day? I don't know. I know we went to bed super early. We went to bed at like eight o'clock. Yeah. Because like I was so tired. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we did go to Angelina's, which was another bakery. Um, Oh my gosh. That bakery was so good. So good. Well, explain what you got there and why it was so good. All kinds of like French pastries. That's pretty much all they make there. I got, um, it was called the Captain Antonio and it was basically a chocolate croissant uh, with chocolate cream on the inside. Oh, it was so light and fluffy. The chocolate cream tasted exactly like chocolate milk, like if you were drinking chocolate milk, but in like a whipped cream type form. Oh, it was so good. So after this trip, you've automatically, well, not automatically, but you've determined that you prefer French pastries over Italian. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% like... French pastries all the way. I definitely prefer French pastries over Italian pastries. Yeah. And then there I had the cream cheese croissant, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a standard cream cheese croissant. <laughs> I mean, they all taste the same. Um, well, I guess we didn't eat dinner that day. I, I guess not because we went to bed early. Yeah. Well, the second day we decided that we wanted to walk down Fifth Street and go to time, uh, not, not go to Times Square. Fifth go Avenue. To- what did I say? You said Fifth Street. Oh, that, that's <laughs> in a different like, part of New York. I'm like, what? What's Fifth, Fifth Avenue? Fifth Avenue. Yeah, th- because they have all the numbers as street and avenue. So it's yeah. like, and they're on different parts of the city. So it's like, you get confused. But yeah, we wanted to go down Fifth Avenue and yeah. walk that up from our hotel from 7th Street. 7th Street and Fifth Avenue. That's pretty much almost by where our hotel was. And what's up, Orbix? And we wanted to walk all the way down Fifth Avenue, all the way up to Central Park. Mm-hmm. So whenever we did that, are you sure Fifth Avenue? Oh, yeah, because Rockefeller Center was there. Yeah, because we went to Rockefeller. Was that the second day of the Rockefeller yeah, Center? Yeah, because we walked up Fifth Street or yeah. Fifth Avenue, yeah. my bad. And Rockefeller Center was yeah. like right there. And then we went to like the Nintendo store and the Lego store. Yeah. So, and then Kate Spade. <laughs> mm, so, yeah, we went to the Nintendo store, which was a, it was a hobby must. Mm-hmm. So I took a lot of cool pictures there. And I mean, it was, it was just, there was nothing special really. I mean, they had a lot of cool like retro stuff there. Yeah. They had a lot of stuff like on display. Yeah. Like stuff you couldn't purchase like a- antique, like Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, they had like a Nintendo console or a ge- an original Game Boy that was in the Gulf War that was bombed. Yeah. Whatever. That, that pictures of that might be floating around the internet somewhere. But I mean, it was just mainly like I wanted to go in and like experience the Nintendo store. I didn't buy anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, the same thing with the Lego store. You didn't buy anything at the Lego store. Either. Yeah, the Lego store was okay. 
I mean, it was just a bunch of Legos. I don't play with Legos or anything. I just wanted to go <laughs> in and get that experience, you know? Yeah. Um, they had, you know, really cool Lego displays. They had like a giant city. They had a dragon that flew through the whole entire like store, like in, in and out of walls and ceilings and stuff. Um, and then we went to Kate Spade. Mm-hmm. I had to get Caitlin a purse. She's been really needing, she's been really wanting and needing a, a new purse for the longest time. Yeah. So I said, eh, might as well get you another purse while we're in New York. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's just a crossbody, so it's not going to replace my like main purse. I do still really need a new main purse because I've had that purse for like, what, four years now? Three years? Yeah, I bought that for you when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. But I have been needing a nude crossbody because I don't have one. I just have black, so I pretty much just wear my black crossbody everywhere. Yeah. So I have been needing a nude nude one. So that was like my birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> so then after all of that, we went to NBC Studios. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, well, me and you, one of our biggest things that we do on the weekends, we watch Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I bought a Weekend Update shirt because the Weekend Update is like my favorite part of all Saturday Night Live. I don't know why. It just it just is. So I bought a shirt that said the Weekend Update on it. And we were going to do a tour of the studios, but we had so much stuff that we wanted to do that day that we just decided not to. Um, so then from there... I think we went straight to Central Park after that. We walked down Fifth Avenue. Yeah. We, we passed by the Trump Tower, um, which is like heavily like guarded. Yeah. So that was another major difference between <laughs> um, 11 years ago, because 11 years ago, you know, it it was just a regular building. And I actually went inside. We went to the bar. Um, of course, 11 years ago, I wasn't of age, but we got like Shirley Temples, you know. Um, and so we just sat at the bar. I think we even like just walked around the whole like inside building you couldn't go like up the escalator because that's where like the residents lived but I mean you could like explore and everything um but this time was completely different it was like very uninviting <laughs> with yeah. the uh, the armed guards with AK whatever out you know equipped well, with them they didn't have AKs but yeah they had that's what it looked like it was some kind of sniper looking thing well, it was yeah. like a huge gun yeah they had very big guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it definitely was not inviting to uh, want to go inside nor stand around the area in case you were going to get tackled by one of the cars. Yeah, I mean, we were, like, pretty much, like, a car's length away from these armed guards. I mean, yeah. they were actual cops. There were there was armed guards, and then there was, like, actual cops, like, yeah. patrolling the area. Yeah, as well. it was actual, like, NYPD cops and then, like, armed guards. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a little ridiculous. So once we finally got to Central Park, we decided, hey, you know, let's, you know, of course, we're foodies. Let's have that New York hot dog experience. There was a hot dog stand outside of Central Park. Yeah. Nathan's hot dogs, which my my family like loves Nathan hot dogs. So mm-hmm. and I mean, ever since they turned us on to Nathan's hot dogs, that's all the hot dogs that we buy. Yeah. So we got a, we got a Nathan's hot dog outside of Central Park and yeah. You know, it was it yeah. was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything special. It was well, just ori- a Nathan's hot dog. Originally, whenever like I planned like our itinerary or whatever, I mean, I had a hot dog place that I wanted to go to like from day one. So yeah. it, the Nathan's hot dog stand was just kind of like a oh, I'm kind of hungry. There's a hot dog stand here. Let's just go ahead and get a hot dog. But, yeah, you know. So I mean, yeah, that was it was all right. We just yeah, got the standard right. mustard on it, and you yeah. know, no, nothing special. So then from there, we walked straight into. 
Central Park. Mm -hmm. And mind you, New York, this whole entire trip, 30 degree weather. Yeah. So it's cold. Thursday, Friday. Just Thursday and Friday. Just Thursday, Friday? Mm -hmm. It rained. Rained all day. So you're in 30 degree weather while it's raining. Yeah. Well, Thursday it was like 44. Yeah. And then Friday, that's when it dropped to like 39, 38. And then it got colder, like as we were going further into Central Park. Yeah. Well, only because, you know, the buildings weren't blocking the wind. Well, also like because it rained, like the temperature just dropped after that. Yeah. So we walked into Central Park and we decided that we were going to, you know, walk around a little bit, see some Mm -hmm. of the statues and then go to the Central Park Zoo. So before we got to the zoo... We saw the Balto statue. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a picture of that. Um, which, yeah, that's Balto from like the animated like movie, whatever, with the sled dogs. <laughs> He's got a statue there in Central Park. Um, there were a couple other statues that we saw. I don't know if there's anything as memorable as Balto, though. Yeah. Um, at least that day. And then we went to Central Park, which we spent a long time in Central Park. You mean the zoo? I'm sorry, Central Park Zoo. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. The zoo was a lot of fun. Like, I highly recommend going to the Central Park Zoo. So, everywhere me and Caitlin travel to, we like to go to the zoos. So, we've been to the Honolulu Zoo. We've been all the zoo, San Antonio Zoo. We've mm-hmm. pretty much been everywhere. Everywhere that we travel, we've been to the zoo. Yeah. As long as we're traveling together. So, the Central Park Zoo, you would think, like, how that zoo shouldn't be that big, considering the majority of it's just going to be straight apart. Not only that, but, you know, they shouldn't have that many animals in, you know, such a small confined area. Well, I mean, they actually kind of have a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. You know, I was actually, I was rather surprised as to, you know, all the different animals that we Mm -hmm. saw. So for me, one of the coolest things, which was one of the first things we did, was we went into like a rainforest, like tropical like area. So it's, it's temperature controlled so it's very humid in there like like kind of like a tropical rainforest mm-hmm. but they have birds just like roaming the whole entire area it, i mean it's, it's a straight up aviary and you know they can come up to you and they fly around you i was startled a few times when <laughs> birds like flying towards my face um but yeah they had like peacocks in there some like birds that i've never heard of or seen in my life mm-hmm. um the peacock was cool because it was like we were walking up the stairs and you were like around and i turned around and there was like a peacock like right in my face it was, was a like, giant peacock just plopped on a branch <laughs> <laughs> above our heads so that was cool um you know in there they had like bats of course the bats weren't like freely roaming or anything. yeah they were in their own like contained like cave area yeah they had monkeys which those were also contained i mean it was just mainly the birds that were like flying like free, around yeah. and stuff like that um was there anything else in there that that was cool you know, aside from, from the birds and, you know, them fighting and making noises and stuff no, like that. No, I don't think so. So when we, you know, as we kept going through the, the zoo, of course, there were the seals. Um, yeah. You know, they were outside swimming and one of them kept swimming back up to us and like blowing water at us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just us and like another like family that were off to the side and they kept coming to us and blowing water at us. It was pretty cool. There were bears. They were sleeping the whole time. Grizzly bears. And then there was a snow leopard. That was cool. Yeah. The snow leopard didn't like hanging around us though. Yeah. He kept going off to the back of the, of the enclosure. I would say that I think you and I both agree that our favorite were the red pandas. 
Yes. So the red pandas were <laughs> super cool. So I have a video of them. So whenever we, so since it was a Friday during the day, I mean, we were there probably around like noon mm -hmm. or like two o'clock, something like yeah. I don't even know what time. But it was also raining and it was mm -hmm. cold. It was cold, so, rainy, and Friday during the middle of the day. There wasn't that many people at yeah. the Central Park Zoo. So whenever we were there, I guess it was feeding time for the red pandas. Yeah. So there were these two little red pandas and they were like, you know, roaming around. And one of the... Um, like the zoo handlers. Like the zoo handlers came up and had a giant handful of like branches with leaves mm -hmm. and just threw it in the enclosure. And like these, and they threw it like right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And so these red pandas like all trotted along like in front of us and they all started eating. And I took like a good like two minute long video of the red pandas just like. Yeah. Just chewing on the leaves and it is the coolest thing. And the red pandas were kind of in like an open air type. Panders? Panders. The, the panders <laughs> were in like an open air type situation because like you could easily just like hop in there with them. Yeah. Like obviously you couldn't because then you would get in trouble, but. It was so easy for someone to just, like, get in the pen with them. Yeah. They weren't behind a glass or anything like that, and they were, like, so close to you. So you could just reach reach in there and, like, probably touch one. Yeah, and I don't know. Red pandas are just so cool because they're, like, a panda mixed with a fox mixed with, like, a dog. I don't, I don't even know. So it's, like, they have little stubby legs like a corgi, mm -hmm. but they're, like, red and, oh, like a mixed with, like, a raccoon because, like, yeah. their tails are, like, striped. Yeah. So it's like a like a corgi mixed with like a panda mixed with like a raccoon and a fox. Yeah. Because they're red they have, like a fox. Because they have the pointy ears like yeah. a fox. Yeah. And then they they have like a raccoon tail, but they have like corgi legs. And they kind of have like a raccoon face. Yeah. So <laughs> that was probably really cool. Yeah. We spent a majority of the time, we probably spent like 30 minutes in the penguin enclosure. Well, because we got there early because we got there at 1.00. And they were going to have a feeding at 1.30. So we were like, oh, well, we don't want to venture too far away because we wanted to watch the feeding. So we just hung out with the penguins for 30 minutes. Yeah. Which they were really cool. I got a lot of cool videos of like the penguins swimming mm -hmm. like through the water. Um, you know, they would all come hang out and like stick their faces like in our faces and like, hello, yeah. what are you doing? And stuff. And I mean, there were a lot of, you know, penguins that were screeching and hollering and especially mm -hmm. once they got fed it was like the world's coming to an end they all went crazy yeah um but yeah i mean that was pretty cool um there were other things to do at the central park zoo there's like a children's like zoo thing we can go feed the animals and there's like a 4d theater which we didn't do either of those um i think the the zoo admittance was i think like Thirteen dollars a person, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not excessively expensive. Yeah, it was one of the more affordable things that we did in. Yeah. In New York. So after the zoo, that's when it really started to rain like really bad. Yeah, because while we were in Central Park, you know, we had already discussed prior that we wanted to go to the zoo, and then I wanted to go see um the Bethesda. How do you say it? The Bethesda The Bethesda Fountain, Fountain and then Belvedere's, Belvedere's Castle. Castle, and then... Oh, Orbix just <laughs> booped Orbix the... Orbix booped the mic. Yeah. Um, but by that time, it was so windy and so freezing cold because it was raining that I just wasn't having it. I could not go any further after the, the zoo, so we yeah. called it a day. 
Well, we didn't call it a day. We just called the Central Park visit. Yeah. You know, a day. Because after that, a few blocks down the road from where we were in Central Park was your lottery or whatever. Mm, yeah, that's true. Where you wanted to go because of Gossip Girl or something like that. Yeah. Made famous by Gossip Girl, which <laughs> I, I, I think I heard that it was like in other movies. and Probably. You know, I mean, like Lottery that, is pretty famous. Yeah. But for you, it was made famous by Gossip Girl. Yeah. So there you went and got macaroons. And I got a chocolate croissant. And a chocolate croissant, which I don't think you were very too pleased with. That no, I croissant. loved the chocolate croissant. Oh, you loved yeah, it? Yeah, because the, a true, like, pan au chocolat is, like, a chocolate croissant, but it has, like, real chocolate on the inside. Mm. At Angelina's, it wasn't real chocolate. It was a chocolate cream, like, whipped mousse type thing. Mm. So this one had the legit, like, chocolate inside of it. Oh, okay. Like, straight up just melted chocolate. <laughs> Yeah. So it was amazing. It was so good. Which you also went there twice. Yes. <laughs> we went there a second time for your, I need to have some to bring home with me. Yes. So I did get a box of macaroons to take home. What was and, your favorite flavor of macaroon that you got? So I haven't finished all the flavors in my box because I got a box of eight. Um, but out of the ones that I have had, I would probably say that the salted caramel is my favorite. There is another one that I'm excited about. It was called, um, like, their strawberry candy or something. I don't know why it was called that, but apparently it's going to be, like, a um, marshmallow cream on the inside. I don't know. That one's very interesting. But so far, my favorite has been the salted caramel. It is just so dreamy and delicious. That one's my favorite. Which, they're like the legit macaroons. Like, all the macaroons that you yes, found so here. they're very, like, authentic, like, Parisian macaroons. Because we went to that other macaroon place, Macaron Cafe. And they were just... The cookies weren't as crisp. And they had too much filling on the middle. It just... And the cookie was too thick. So it was all around just, like, a true Parisian macaroon is supposed to be very... A crispy cookie and, like, a very thin filling. So it's not mm. supposed to be like a thick, like, you know. Yeah. But I mean, compared to all the places that sell macaroons here in Houston, well, I, I mean, mean you, you've you yet to find like an authentic type macaroon. Well, the ones at uh, Lolly and Pop are pretty good inside yeah. Baybrook Mall. But those, they didn't look anything like the ones that you got in New York. Mm, maybe, but they are very similar. They're oh, not okay. like the super thick ones. They are like more on the thin side. So you would say if you want to get, at least on the taste side. And I guess texture side, like the experience of a New York macaroon, lolly and pops would probably be the best bet. Yeah, as far as like in this area. Okay. So from there, I think, hold on, Orbix is totally in the way. <laughs> oh, from there, we went to the Shake Shack. Oh, yeah. So we have Shake Shacks here in Houston. Yeah, we do. But And I've actually been begging Javier to take me because I heard that it's very good. And every time I bring it up to him, like, he just ignores me, doesn't take me. <laughs> well, I mean, they have it at Minute Maid Park. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even if we don't go to Minute Maid Park, they have several other locations in the Houston area. Yeah, but they're all, like, not around here. They're all, like, downtown. They're just as, and... if you were to drive to Minute Maid Park, there's one, like, down the street from yeah. Minute Maid Park. No, yeah, I, I know. It's just that, I mean, I don't know why. We had season tickets for the Astros, and we just never went to the Shake Shack. I think my mom actually told me about it when she used some of my tickets. I don't know. She was like, hey, you know, 
Orbix, you're messing with But the... also, why would you want to pay double the price just to go to Minute Maid Park to eat Shake Shack when you can just pay regular price and go to a regular Shake Shack down the street? Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah, we had Shake Shack. We, I mean, it's nothing special, unique to, to New York or anything like that. Well, but... I believe it was originated in New York. I think mm. the Shake Shack, the first one, opened in New York. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't know the legitimacy behind that. But Yeah. I mean, if so, then... That's what I've heard. Then there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, we just had a standard burger with fries. I mean, it was a really good burger. Yeah, it was a very good burger. Good enough to where at the airport I got another burger and fries. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard that their, like, concretes and their custards and milkshakes and stuff are very good, too. Yeah. Um, it was just too cold for us to enjoy custards and ice cream and stuff like that. Yeah. So, the Shake Shack was, I guess, our, our lunch. Okay. It wasn't our dinner. Well, because we also, I also have one here that we had Joe's Pizza. Mm, so we did go to the other pizza place that first night. What was the first place called? Capizzi's. Remember? Oh, that's why it's not on my transaction because list. Because that was a cash, cash only. Yes, yes. That's why it's not on my transaction so list. So Capizzi's is what we had for dinner Thursday night. Yes. And that was hands down the best pizza in New York. So it's a little hole in the wall. Yes. And it's, and I don't know if they're always cash only, but the the night that we went, it was cash only. Like you well, I think they had two locations. I think the one that we went to was in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Like smack dab in the middle of Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen, and cash only. There's maybe like five tables in there. Yeah. Well, I think there was a little more than five tables. Maybe well, I like, mean, for two people, there's like five tables. Yeah. And there's like maybe like four tables for like four people. Yeah. Like per table. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the guy was really nice. He was straight up Italian. Mm-hmm. Like, he was speaking Italian to me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we got... So, they have two different size pizzas. Yeah, a small and a large. A small and a which large. Which, the small is definitely big enough for two people to share, which yeah. is what we got. Orbix is totally purring into the microphone. <laughs> um. So, yeah. As Caitlin said, did you say that the large was to only to go? Yeah, actually, the large pizza you could only order to go anyways. So yeah. if you eat at the restaurant, you, they only have the one size, which is the small. Yeah, so the small is a 12 inch yeah. pizza. And that filled me and Caitlin up. I think that's a six slice. There were six slices, yeah. I think we each had three, or yeah. I had four and you had two, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Orbix keeps totally rubbing up on this microphone. I don't know why. <laughs> she likes it. You can hear her purring. But yeah, so the, the, we got a traditional margarita pizza. And then what was interesting at this particular location is, or this particular restaurant, is you could actually, instead of just regular mozzarella, you could substitute imported buffalo mozzarella from Italy. Yes. So that's another thing. So on the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen uh-huh. YouTube channel, they do a thing where they make like things from scratch. Mm-hmm. And... One of the things that they made on a previous video that we saw, we saw this video maybe eight months ago. We were still in the apartment, I think, whenever we saw this video. Yeah. Where they made pizza from scratch. Like, what what ingredients like make... Like, what are the best pizza toppings? Yeah, that make up the best, like, pizza. Yeah. And it ends up turning out... It, it ends up turning out that the best cheese to use on your pizza is imported from Italy, buffalo mozzarella. Mm-hmm. And it's mozzarella made from, like, buffalo milk. Yeah. So at this specific restaurant, Capizzi's, you could, you know, use imported buffalo mozzarella and Mm -hmm. it was hella good. Yeah. 
It was really good. And the crust was just perfectly crispy and thin. And it was just so... The flavor was there. So, for the record, I'm not a New York style pizza person. I'm a Chicago deep dish like type of person. Like that is, to me, is is the perfect pizza. But the pizza that I did have... In New York, I think we went to two different places for pizza. Yeah. You know, they were actually really good. I mean, I hate thin crust. Yeah. But I mean, these were these two pizza places were really good. And we'll get to the second pizza place in a minute. But yeah, this place was really good. It was, I think, 20 bucks for me and you. I don't even think yeah, it was. Yeah, because they did charge extra for the, the buffalo mozzarella, which, you know. It was like course. $6 more yeah. <laughs> because it's imported. But I will tell you, it was definitely worth it. Yes. If you ever go to Hell's Kitchen, go to Capizzi's. and pay extra for the buffalo mozzarella. Yes. <laughs> so I think after that, we ended up just calling it a day and going back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, after Joe's, we went to Paris Baguette. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about Joe's yet. Oh wait, never mind. I was, tell- I was talking about Capizzi's, but I'm going back to the second, the no, second Capizzi's, day. No, Capizzi's. That's when. Uh, that's why we're getting our days confused because after Capizzi's, that's when we went to Carlo's Bakery and Angelina. Yeah. Because we so, took it back and we ate it at the hotel. Yeah, this podcast is gonna be all over the place. People yeah. are gonna be like, "Wait, what? You, you did one on what day and and what?" But I don't really think it matters like what day we did stuff yeah. on. But Capizzi's was day number one. Yeah. And the only reason, so I'm basically kind of going on like what we did based off of my like card transaction history. Yeah. Capizzi's was cash only. That's why it didn't. That's why it didn't come up on my, on my card history. So for me to go off of that, but going back to day number two, whenever we went to Central Park and we went to the zoo and then we went to Lottery and the Shake Shack, I I'm assuming Shake Shack was our lunch because the next thing on my transaction list was Joe's pizza. Yes. Quite honestly, I don't remember Joe's pizza. I don't remember going there. I don't remember. Really? Yeah, was it a sit down or was so, it? So no, no, no. So oh. before we went to Joe's, I had taken a nap and I was so tired. I slept for like what two hours. At the I hotel. remember Joe's now. So we didn't eat until like eight or eight thirty. It night. was like nine o'clock. Yeah. So I had already researched, you know, like on Yelp or whatever, like other pizza places that are like authentic and like what do the locals eat. Well, everything that kept popping up was like you have to go to Joe's Pizza. It's like authentic. Something about it was, like, featured on the original Spider-Man movie. Yeah, apparently it was on the original trilogy with Tobey Maguire, yeah. which that was so long ago. I don't remember. But now that I do remember, because we went back, you took a nap because we had walked so much yeah, in Central Park. Yeah, I was Park. hella tired. So we've done so much walking. Yes. I think collectively, killing me. I think collectively between all the days that we were there, we walked well over, you know, almost close to 100,000 steps. Yeah. Um, My watch was, like, like... Who's wearing the watch now? Because <laughs> they're like, you don't walk this much. Yeah. But I remember going to Joe's now. So we, after the Shake Shack, we went back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. You took a nap. I was mm-hmm. bored out of my mind. Yep. And I was like, let's get out of here. I paid all this money to come to New York. I don't want to be stuck up in a hotel room. So you woke up and we left. We went to Joe's. Mm-hmm. And I remember Joe's now. Joe's was hella great. That was our true like New York pizza like experience. I still think Capizzi's was true New York style well, pizza. Okay, yeah, it was true. I mean, they were both true New York style pizza. But for me, a New York eating pizza in New York experience was that the Joe's pizza was for me because we ate the pizza standing up outside in the cold <laughs> because there was no room inside. So again, 
one of the local places, just like Los Tacos Number One. It's it's the fast paced places where it's like there's no place to sit. Like it's packed. There's lines out the door. Like mm-hmm. at both of these places, so you know that it's good. When there's yeah. a line out the door, they're packed all the time. I mean, it was eight o'clock, eight thirty at night. I mean, yeah, people were still out in line in the cold trying yeah. to get Joe's pizza. So I mean, and it was really good. We got the fresh mozzarella, which is like the, your traditional Italian pizza. So and it was pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, for me, I mean, we were standing outside in the cold eating mm-hmm. our eating our slices, and yeah, you know, to me, it just made me feel like you know I had that full New York experience because it was like that pizza by the slice pizza by the slice like on the street corner like all these you know people welcome by and you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah but as far as like the taste and the flavor so the mozzarella was good it was you know stringy and everything but but it wasn't the buffalo it wasn't the Capizzi's you know mozzarella Yeah. yeah So from there, that's whenever that's where we went. We went to Paris Baguette. Yes. Which that place another like French cafe. Which like, that place has multiple locations. I guess it's like a chain. I guess it is like a New chain York. up there, or maybe somewhere in the north. I don't know if we have it down here or not. But. Because after we had eaten at that one location, whenever we went through other days of walking, yeah, we, started we were seeing like, them hey, everywhere. There, there's another one. There was there, like one on every one. corner. It was like a Starbucks, basically. So at Paris Baguette. I for sure had a pineapple pastry. Yeah. I guess it it had cream cheese. It, it was a croissant with cream cheese and pineapple. Yeah. And that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I also that I also got a standard New York style cheesecake which it was just a simple cheesecake. Yeah, nothing, compared to the Italian special. one you already had, you know. Yeah. And then what did you have? I had the mixed berry croissant, which and was what did like, you think about that? Oh my gosh, so good because uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but when we went back to Angelina's on mm-hmm. Sunday, I got their mixed berry croissant. And I definitely prefer Paris Baguette's mixed berry croissant over uh, Angelina's. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have all these favorites from different places, you know? Yeah. But yeah, oh, I highly recommend Paris Baguette. It was it was one of those like grab and go places. So like in the middle of the restaurant or cafe, they have just like a glass of all the pastries and you can just grab tongs and like a little um like paper sack and you can grab whatever pastry you want and you just take it to the front cashier and you check out or you can order a coffee and sit down and lots of people were just you know sitting down chatting because at this time it was maybe like what nine o'clock at night or... yeah it, it was pretty late because i think they stay open till 10 or 11 yeah that's um, the great thing about new york is everywhere stays open super late yeah so I think after that we went back to the hotel. Yes. We went to bed. Mm-hmm. Then the we next did, we did stay up late though that night because I did have coffee at Paris Baguette. So we I think stayed up till yeah. midnight or one o'clock. <laughs> I think that night we stayed up watching um, We're the Millers on yes. TV, and then we started watching like the first half of Vacation. Yeah. Um, I think they had like an Ed Helms like. <laughs> I think that's his name, um, like featurette or something like yeah. that, but. The next day, which was Saturday, we went to Buena Norte, which... Well, before that, we went somewhere. Oh, we went to the 9-11 Memorial. Oh, yeah. So, we... we so, okay. The 9-11 Memorial was, like, super far south. Like, yeah. as far as, like, south of Manhattan that you can go. And so, we were, like, already tired of walking at this point. Yeah. And like, this, was only day, this was only day three. Yeah. Our feet were basically, like, kaput. <laughs> <laughs> so we we took a lift 
to um, from our hotel to the 9-11 memorial, which I mean, for me and, 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 and for you, 9-11 happened when we were in the third grade. So it wasn't as impactful to us, I think, compared to a lot of other people, especially the older people. Um, but I mean, you know, it did still have an impact on me, especially as I got older, as I was able to process actually what happened and everything like that. But I mean, quite honestly, if you don't go in the museum, which we didn't, there's really not much to see. I mean, I'm not trying to put it down or anything like that, but it's just basically where the two buildings were. They pretty much built like a frame, I guess, around it, put everyone's names that, you know, were killed in the planes and in the buildings and everything and you know that's pretty much it there's like a like in the middle of the hole there's like a water a water feature like a water feature and that's legit it mm -hmm. i mean you just you shouldn't spend more than if you're just looking at those two where the two buildings were i mean they were super close by each other you shouldn't spend more than like 15 20 minutes there just looking at them I mean, unless you want to literally read every single name or maybe you're looking for a specific person's name. Yeah. Well, they did have like tours going on because I, rem I remember when we were there, there was a lady talking to like a man and she was explaining like who certain people were that mm. their names were carved on there. Yeah. So she was kind of like giving like a history background between like who this person was and who that person was. So that would probably take a while. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to take away, you know, from anything. I mean, it's a memorial. Yeah. And, you know. I'm trying to not be the opposite of sympathetic or uh, I don't like know. I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or harsh. Um, but I mean, it's like, I'm just, it, it, we didn't spend more than like 15 minutes there. Probably not even. I mean, so, I mean, there is a, a museum, which the line was hella long to go in there. I mean, it was a Saturday. So, I mean, we didn't go through there um, just because there were other things that we wanted to do. Um, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure the museum made it, would make a better experience. I, I, I honestly wouldn't know. Um, but I mean, you know, that is something that I would recommend for someone to go do, even if you're only there, just like us for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just, you know, looking, I mean, it is, I don't want to say it's, you know, it's eerie cause it's not, but it's like, you know, it's solemn. You're yeah. You're standing in a spot where a plethora of people died and yeah. in innocent people that didn't deserve yeah. to die died and which that's going to be the mood and the vibe at any kind of memorial yeah i mean so i mean you know like i said i, I don't want to be disrespectful or anything but i mean it it's not really much unless you go through the museum but i don't know what's in the museum because i didn't go through yeah from there we, we went to battery park we went to battery park and we just walked there from... which that was also a big difference from 11 years ago because there weren't all these like pushy like guard not not even guards but just like workers and yeah i mean we just like walked and like i said it, it was a different time it was 11 years ago it was snowing maybe there just weren't people out i don't know but i mean there were just people like everywhere like oh are you here for the statue of liberty are you here for the statue of liberty like do this do that oh well if you don't if you don't buy our ticket then you're gonna be waiting three hours long to see the statue i mean it was just nonsense yeah i mean just people being really rude and pushy yeah. i mean there was one guy that was like hey you're going to statue of liberty and we were like nah man we're just passing through all right well you know enjoy your three hour wait with us it's only an hour i'm like dude like, it's like we were literally just there to walk the park we yeah. weren't really there to ride the ferry to go to the statue of liberty because again it was freezing cold it would have been even colder 
on the water on the ferry with the wind blowing in our face. Right. And I mean, from Battery Park, you can clearly see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And we had already done so much walking. We didn't want to go to the Statue of Liberty and climb up all those stairs. Like, we weren't about that at that time. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, if someone wants to do that, that's perfectly fine. Um, the ferry, though, it, so if you do decide to go to the Statue of Liberty, Battery Park is free. Yeah. The ferry is free. If you want to go to the actual Statue of Liberty, I believe you do have to pay a ticket. But beware, because there are a there lot. There are a lot of scalpers. Yes. A lot. And, you know, scammers, people who are just trying to take your money. And when you get there, you didn't have the real ticket. Yep. We had done a lot of research on that. So there's only one place that can sell you tickets to the Statue of Liberty. And honestly, I don't know who they are because we didn't buy tickets. We just went to Battery Park, went to the harbor, and just looked at it from across the way. Which, you know, is all we really needed. Yeah, but, but once you get inside Battery Park, there are signs everywhere that says, like, this is the location that you buy tickets from. Don't, like, it says, like, buyer beware. Do not buy any tickets from right. anybody else except this location. So, I mean, there, there are signs in Battery, in battery Park. So right. if you do get confused. Now, that's coming from Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You can access the Statue of Liberty from surrounding areas. Oh, well, yeah. You know, you don't have to access Long it Island just, and all that. yeah, just from Manhattan. Of course, you know, the uh, you know it, it's it's on an island. Yeah. You know, so, and then from there, did, that that's when we went to Little Italy. Yes. So from there, we walked. Did we walk? Yeah, we walked to Little Italy because we walked kind of like halfway through Chinatown because then they had that little like. Mini parade. Well, before getting before that, we were about halfway, and we walked into like I guess like a subway terminal, with like a food court and like shops and stuff, and that's whenever me and you contemplated, do we want to take the subway? Oh well, yeah, it was more so you than me. Well, because I had never ridden a subway. Mm-hmm. You had ridden a subway eleven years ago. I yeah. ne- I had never ridden a subway, and so me and you went back and forth. Do we want to do the subway? Do we not want to do the subway? Well, after like downloading like the subway app on my phone and looking at the maps and all stuff like that, we were like, okay, we're going to take the subway. So whenever we go up to the kiosk to talk to like a person so that we can get a card, Mm -hmm. because you need a little, like a, it's kind of like a metro card, but it's for the subway. Um, When we were going to get that, we saw the sign that said, you know, we're not today, we're not doing service to this line or this line. Which was the line that we needed. So we were like, well, I guess we're not riding the subway. Yeah. So we ended up going back upstairs and we just walked to Little Italy. So mm-hmm. just like you said, as we were walking to Little Italy, we passed through Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, Chinese New Year just recently happened. And so they had like a Chinese New Year, like little miniature parade, which wasn't even really a parade to me. It yeah, was like, it was like seven guys. <laughs> it was like seven guys like running around the streets, like with like, you know, like dragon, dragon heads yeah. and all this stuff like that. And flags. But it was it was cool experience to like go by. There was fish markets everywhere. And you yeah, know. it was very interesting. Um, Hopefully there wasn't anyone there with the coronavirus. But <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that, that there wasn't. But, I mean, it's so crazy that, like, you walk down one street and you're in Chinatown and you take a left. On Mulberry. On Mulberry. And, like, boom, the first store is, like, an Italian store. And it's, like, you're, like, in a completely different country at that point. Yeah. So, Little Italy. You you go from fish market to, like, gelato shop. (laughs) Yeah. So, Little Italy was really cool. Like, 
I, I just don't know. I mean, I guess going from like me, like being like a big fan of like the Godfather movies and like, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, just so like. Oh, so you really enjoyed like walking through the little. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. You had all these Italian guys like come into my store. Like you want lunch. Like, yes. you know, about everything. And they're all and like they were Italian like trying guys. to offer us like, oh, free wine if you come have lunch or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, no, no thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I already had like a place in mind of where I wanted to go, which is a Italian restaurant that I went 11 years ago. And I wanted to go back. So unfortunately, oh, you, I didn't even know you went there. 11 yeah, that's where I went. Eleven. That's the Facebook photo that you said. Oh, what a glow up or something. Where oh, I'm yeah. holding the dessert. That's yeah. at Buena Notte. Was it the same? Like, um, no. So the when we were there this time, like the they had painted the brick white on the mm. inside. It wasn't white whenever we went there. It was still like, but, like the was brick. like the setup the same? Pretty much, yeah. So I mean, the other cool thing I mean for me is that everywhere in New York, well like something like little italy it's all old all mm-hmm. the buildings are old so i mean it's like you can see like the history and stuff like that yeah. so i mean it's like that building is probably over 100 years old so i mean it's like how many different types of people have like eaten here like yeah you know, you know what i mean it's like it, it, it's really cool but buona notte we i had the shrimp chicken alfredo and shrimp chicken alfredo the shrimp alfredo <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> It's been a long day. Uh-huh. We just landed maybe like five hours ago. We came home. We unpacked. We ate. And we're like, let's do the podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, literally less than like, well, geez, what time is it right now? It's five. It, it's almost six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. We landed so, at like three. So, I mean, it's like less than 12 hours ago. We were still in New York. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess I'm kind of like off edge or I don't even know. My mind's not screwed <laughs> on right. But. So I had the shrimp Alfredo, mm-hmm. which was really good. Mm-hmm. The Alfredo sauce was different. Right, yeah, because it was made by real, real Italian people. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like I Italian totally, family recipe. Yeah, I totally enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then you had the penne vodka, which was like a number one dish to have there. Mm. So. Which basically is like a four cheese pasta. It was yeah, like a four cheese pasta. You, it was you really compared good. it to like the four cheese pasta I get from like mm-hmm. Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it was honestly between that, I was either gonna get the penne vodka or I was gonna get the spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. So. So we did that whole situation, and then from there, we walked the streets and we were looking at gelato places, and we decided, you know what? I like, wanted, I wanted gelato so bad, but I was so full from all that pasta. <sighs> if we could have gone back, which, you know, maybe next time or, you know, could have, should have, would have. But we, we should have went back to Little Italy and, like, got some gelato and maybe walked around a little more. Because we really only went down Mulberry Street. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty much all we all we walked. So from there, we took an Uber somewhere or we, 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 we took a lift somewhere, but I don't remember where. Because then we walked to the Empire State Building. Mm. we might have is that the day you wanted to go back to rockefeller center because you wanted because you wanted to line up for okay (laughs) so long story short of course i i had mentioned earlier that caitlin and i love saturday night saturday night live so my biggest thing was is like let's try and get tickets to go to saturday night live while we're here in new york well after doing some last minute research it turns out that if you want to get tickets to Saturday Night Live, you have to do it one of two ways. A, you have to join a lottery 
and write a letter or an email, I don't know how it works, explaining why you should be chosen to, you know, go to Saturday Night Live, or whatever, which I'm, I'm like, okay, what? Which that's already over. You do that at the begin you do that at the beginning of the season. Or two, you go and wait in line to gamble and risk possibly getting into getting a ticket or not. By that, I mean this. Friday night at 7 p.m. is when they start lining up. And you have to wait in line for 12 hours. Or whenever you show up. And the later you show up, the more people's gonna be ahead of the more people are gonna be ahead of you. So, and even then, if you show up at seven o'clock, other people are also showing up at seven o'clock. So you're all fighting and stuff to get in line. So you're supposed to show up Friday night at 7 p.m. and wait in line for 12 hours because Saturday morning at 7 a.m. is when they pass out vouchers. You don't even get a real ticket. You're getting a voucher. So you wait in line for 12 hours to get a voucher. So then from there, you get a voucher with a number on it. Then they move you to a different location. And then there is where they actually start handing out tickets. Now, there's a certain number of people that they allow in for tickets. Now, the tickets you get isn't the... So, how, how can I explain this right? So, there's an X amount of people that they allow in to sit as an audience member. Well, just be, that doesn't mean that every time someone's in line, the first 100 people always get tickets because that's never the case. Basically... It depends on who the musical guest is and who the host is, because what happens is, is that the host, the musical guest, and then the people who are actually a, a, an actual member, cast member, they basically have X amount of tickets that they can hand out to their friends and family. So those people get first dibs. So, you know, the less people get those tickets, the more people of the general public get tickets. So that's why I'm saying it's a gamble. Because if you're like person number 50 one week, person number 50 the next week, you know, may get it, may not. And then this week, you know, you may get it, may not. It, it's it, So it doesn't really matter what number you are. It just depends on who the host is and then who the musical guest is. So not only do you have to wait in line for 12 hours, but you wait in, in line for 12 hours with the possibility of maybe not even getting a ticket. Even if you're like person number 50 in line. So I didn't know this. At first, the way that I read the situation online was you start lining up at 7 a.m. Saturday morning and you get your tickets handed out at 7 p.m. Saturday night and you can either choose two tickets. You can either choose the 8.30 dress rehearsal or the 11.30 live show. And so the tickets are dispersed between those two shows. Now, each have their own perks and benefits and the and they each also have their disadvantages. The the advantages to going to the dress rehearsal is is that you can see, you know, like a laid back kind of show, and you can see every single sketch that they plan on doing, every single joke that they plan on doing on weekend update, all unfiltered, everything like that. You basically get to see a lot of stuff that doesn't happen on television. Now, the disadvantages are is that you didn't go to a live show. The, the advantages of going to the live show is you're at a live show. The disadvantages are is that there, I believe, are more rules. Like you can't like do X, Y, and Z that you possibly could get away with on the on the rehearsal. But you also don't get to see every single sketch that might have been cut for time or anything like that. And see every single joke that was cut because, hey, maybe we shouldn't say that joke type of thing. 
but you know so at first when i read the rules and stuff of how to get tickets i misread it as you show up in line at 7 a.m on saturday they pass out tickets at 7 p.m right before the dress rehearsal like an hour and a half before the dress rehearsal and you pick so that's how i read it well I misread it, of course, and it's supposed to be you show up Friday night at 7 p.m. and they pass out tickets 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. So Saturday, me and Caitlin wake up. We slept in and I'm like, OK, cool. We're going to go wait in line. Like not everyone's going to show up at 7 a.m. It's cold. Like no one's going to do that. So after we had done, you know, the Statue of Liberty and we had done the 9-11 thing or whatever, we took an Uber or oh, I'm sorry. And then after Little Italy and Chinatown, we took a lift from there back to Rockefeller Center where the NBC Studios is and I'm like okay the line's supposed to be right here in front of the Nintendo store and I'm like where's the line so we're walking around the block and I don't see a line and I was like geez like let's go into this store so we're out of the cold in the heat and I'll do more research as to like where this line's supposed to be well I read the email or not the email I read the website again and it said Friday night 7 p.m Saturday morning 7 a.m and I was like oh man we missed it <laughs> but you know hindsight i wouldn't have wanted to stay outside in the cold at night whatever especially it, not friday night because that was the coldest night that was when it was rainy wind like su like super windy like hurricane winds like, yeah so so i mean that would have been pretty brutal to sit out there all night long but there are people that wait out there that yeah long. i know and i think i read a thing that like for uh like BTS, that's like the Korean pop yeah. thing, whatever. For them, there was people that were waiting out there the Monday before. Yeah. Because like, people are crazy for BTS. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. But um, so I mean, although we were in New York, we did not see this weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live yet. So we planned on watching that when we came back. Yeah. Just because, you know, that night, I guess we were tired or something. But yeah, I mean, from there, after we just realized, oh, like, you know, we couldn't we couldn't wait in line for that anymore. We walked a few blocks down the road towards back our towards our hotel again. And then we decided, you know what, let's go to the Empire State Building. Yeah. So then we went to the Empire State Building and that hindsight, I mean, it was a good experience. Yeah, but it was highly overpriced for the experience. Yes. I had no idea, honestly, that it was that expensive. So for those listening and for those that may want to possibly go to the Empire State Building, minimum, if you want to go into the building, $45 a person, minimum. That's like the lowest tier package that they offer. If you want to go higher than like two stories, it's minimum $45 a person. And they have another tier package. Which goes all the way to the top, which is the 100, 102nd second floor. floor. That one is like $72 a person. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like yeah. to go to the top of a building? Mm -hmm. like So the, the lower package, which was like the $45 a person, not including tax, because after tax, it's pretty much like $100 for two people. Yeah. Um, you get to go to the 86th floor. Yes. Which is still pretty high, but I mean... Not the hundred and second floor, but we weren't about to pay seventy two dollars <laughs> per person, <laughs> right? Just to go to the hundred and second floor. So I mean, we we did that. We did the forty five dollar a person one, yeah. And we got to the first. They take, excuse me, they take everyone to the eightieth floor, yeah. And then from there, 
if you have the lower tier package, you know, you can look around at the windows. They have like a little small museum type thing. From there, if you have the lower tier package, you go to the 86th floor. But mm-hmm. if you have the higher tier, they just take you straight up to the 102nd floor. Yeah. So the 86th floor, you can actually go outside. And mm-hmm. that that was pretty cool. So, I mean, we got really cool pictures. And, you know, it was it was a fun experience to see New York from, you know, the tallest building in, in New York. But hindsight, is it worth 100 bucks for two no, people? No, it's definitely not a, worth $100 for two people. Right. I completely agree. Um. But, I mean, if you have the extra cash and, you know, you want to get that experience, by all means, it's definitely a great experience. Yeah. But if if you go to New York with a with a budget or you want to do other things that are expensive, um, I honestly wouldn't recommend. Yeah, Empire. I would definitely put this, like, lower on the, the, the to-do yeah. list. Yeah. Um, and then from, oh, yeah. And then not only do they charge you a hundred something bucks, but before you go in, much like all the other tourist attractions that are like that in the U.S., they take a photo of you before you go through anything. So that at the end, they can be like, hey, do you want to buy this photo? This souvenir photo. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're suckers for that. We have one from the Dole Plantation in Hawaii. Yeah. We have one from Las Vegas. So at the end, they also want to sell you these stupid photos. <laughs> so not only did you spend at least $100 for two people, but now they want to charge you even more for photos. Yeah. And if you want to buy just one photo, I think it was like 26 bucks, 28 mm-hmm. bucks. And then yep. if you want to buy like a set with a digital thing or whatever, it was like 30 something bucks. Yeah. So we were suckers. We bought we bought the, <laughs> the, the physical print for 28 bucks. And then not only that, on top of that, to exit the whole place, you have to go through their gift shop. There's no <laughs> other exit. The exit is only through. It's kind of like the Under Armour commercial. The only way is through. You have to go through the gift shop. There was some really, really cool stuff. There was some really cool, like, original King Kong, like, movie posters and stuff like that um, from, like, the 1930s. That I was like, oh, I need this. But I didn't know how, how I was going to transport a movie poster back home. Um, and I didn't want to go through the hassle of, like, mailing it back to my house and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that if, like, someone, like, bought a lot of stuff like they probably would have came out there like spending more than 200 bucks yeah um which is freaking crazy because that's just one attraction that's just the empire state building yeah well i will say that the price was not the only surprising factor of the empire state building the other surprising factor that we were met with when we got inside after we purchased our ticket was you have to go through freaking tsa security (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well it wasn't strictly tsa it's just you have to go through tsa like security yes so it's like they have metal detectors they have like the scanny things or whatever you have to remove everything and put it in buckets like you were at the airport your jackets your belts your coins your phones everything your yeah. shoes right you got to take everything off put it in the little bucket on the conveyor belt push it through i mean it's just like you're at the airport and we honestly were not expecting that so yeah we turned the corner and we were like oh <laughs> I mean, that's something that, for me at least, do that before before someone, you buy the tickets. Before you buy the tickets, because we bought our tickets prior. They have all the ticket kiosks, whatever. It's all digital. Yeah. Before like the security checkpoint, or whatever, and it was like, what? Like, no, do this before you buy the tickets, because if someone buys tickets and then they get rejected at the security, like, what do you do? Do you give them a refund? Like, 
Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, that, that's why I was saying. I just thought about the inconvenience factor. Like, if you didn't want to go through all that security check, that might deter people from wanting to move forward, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, my my personal thing is, like, if you don't want to go through the security checkpoint, most <laughs> of the time, like, nine times out of ten, it's because you have something you're not supposed to. So, I mean, it's, I know. mean, you know, it was, I guess, on one hand, beneficial because, like, okay, you know, you're, you're going to be safe at the top of the building. No one's yeah. going to, like, you know, have a weapon or anything, but... It was just majorly inconvenient. Yeah. Then you got to get dressed again, and then you're trying to move move forward in the line to try to get in line. So it was just... Um, after the Empire State Building. We went back to Los Tacos number one for dinner. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had already talked about that. Mm-hmm. But on Sunday, we went back to Los Tacos number one. We went shopping Was well, that again. the only thing that we did on Sunday? I feel like we did something during the day on Sunday. We went back to Central Park. Yeah. So on Sunday, we went back to Central Park. That time we we walked to. At first, we just walked through Times through, Square. Yeah, we walked through Times Square and then we said, eh, because screw it. We we'll went go back to, to American Central Park. Eagle. You got some shirts. Yeah. Which, I mean, I could be 100% wrong, but when you buy clothes here in Texas, you get taxed on clothes. Like you buy like like a sales tax. Yeah. It's like the eight point whatever sales tax. Well, yeah, it's like eight point. Okay. Unless like I've been like going crazy, like for the 27 years that I've been in Texas. Yeah, there, there's tax when you like go shopping at like the mall yeah. and stuff. So in New York, they don't put sales tax on clothing. Every time I bought. So, yeah, I bought clothes in New York just because I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm weird. But every time I bought clothes, it's like if a shirt was nine ninety nine, you paid nine ninety nine. <laughs> Like, you didn't pay any tax on clothes. And I was like, geez, I need to start buying clothes in New York. Yeah, Because it's weird. like, you know, if you want to go, like, on a clothes shopping spree or something, it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to pay tax on top of that. But I also think it's because they pay a state tax. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe clothes are important to them. I don't know. But here in Texas, we pay a sales tax on pretty much anything and everything. Yeah. Except for, like, groceries. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we went to American Eagle. And then we went back. You made a pit stop. Because you wanted to take a photo of a bar. Oh, yeah. So on the way, so while we went, okay, we went back to Times Square. We did our shopping. And I said, well, I'm sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. (laughs) So we did all the stuff we wanted to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, we woke up and we're like, what the hell are we going to do? It was like an extra day. Yeah, it was like an extra day. So there were a lot of more things a lot of more things. There were a lot of other things that we wanted to do. Yeah. However, all of that stuff was hella expensive. Or far away. Or that super in, far. That involved like lift rides. Yeah, like which, super expensive which lift, lift rides, rides. Were like twenty dollars one way. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to go to Yankee Stadium. Not only did I want to go to Yankee Stadium, but I wanted to tour Yankee Stadium. Well, the that is like way out of Manhattan. So. To go to Yankee Stadium, you have to like pay like a sixty dollar like lift ride one way, and then you got to pay all the money to like go do like the tour. So I'm just like, eh, I'm not all about that. So that was like one thing I didn't want to do. And then there was just a bunch of like other like tours. So I wanted to tour the NBC studios, but that was like almost forty dollars a person, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to do that either because it's like you only go in there, they give you a tour, you don't even get to see everything from everything that I saw online. You don't get to like go to like the Saturday Night Live like area or anything like that. They just like basically take you through like a museum and like there's an there's like a desk 
for Michael's like Michael's office from the office or whatever. It's not even the real like setup or anything that you can take a picture at or whatever. But I'm just like, hey, I'm not about to spend all that money on that. Um, so I mean, there were other things that we wanted to do, but on Sunday when we woke up, we're like, what are we gonna do? So that's when we decided let's go back to Times Square, go through a few more stories that we didn't originally get to go to on Thursday. And then while we were after we did that, I had, you know, thought of, well, wait a minute, like the bar that um, McLaren's from How I Met Your Mother, that that bar is based off of is like in between here, Times Square and Central Park. We're going to Central Park anyway, because Caitlin had decided she wanted to do that again and finish what we didn't get to finish on the on that Friday because it was raining and cold. So we stopped by that bar. It's called McGee's Pub. And that's the bar that they based McLaren's Pub off of on How I Met Your Mother. And I've probably said it before, but How I Met Your Mother is like my favorite all-time show. Like, hands freaking down. I've seen it multiple times. I made Caitlin see it from start to finish, beginning to end, when we first started dating. It was a deal breaker for me. It, it was a very good show, actually. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, honestly, the... It's better than Friends because yeah. I, I was a Friends lover. And once we started watching How I Met Your Mother, I was like, oh, this is way better than Friends. <laughs> yeah. And when I first started watching How I Met Your Mother, I was in college. And as I started watching, I'm like, man, me and Ted Mosby have a lot in common. And at the time, I was also an architect major in college. So I was like, I'm freaking Ted Mosby. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, seeing that bar, I didn't go in. It was like two o'clock. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anybody in the bar at the time. And it was one of those things where it was like, I also don't drink alcohol. So it's like, what's the point of me going in? And it's probably, it, it's most likely not even like set up like it is on the TV show. It's just like what the, it's what it's based off of. Yeah. So I did take a photo outside. I posted that on my Instagram already. um, On my personal Instagram. So we did that. And then we just continued walking to Central Park. We walked for a good 30 minutes on the outskirts of Central Park by the time we got to where we wanted to be, which was Belvedere's Castle. Now, Belvedere's Castle is really cool. The castle was built, what, in the 1800s? 1800s, yeah. Yeah, and it's been refurbished like twice. Mm -hmm. Once in 1980 and then once last year. Yeah. Um, and they have all that stuff. It's basically just a mini castle in the middle of Central Park, smack yeah. dab in the middle of Central Park. I wouldn't cool. say it's the middle. It's not the middle. It's like it's the it's middle, on the west side. Yeah, it's it's in like the middle of like the lower third. Yeah, <laughs> of, of of Central Park. But yeah, that was a cool experience. That one's free. You don't have to pay <laughs> anything to go into it or whatever. They do have a small little souvenir shop, at the, you know, inside it, but. Um, you know, yeah, you go up this really super narrow staircase. Like the staircase is so narrow, you almost have to kind of turn sideways a little bit, yeah. if depending on how big you are. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a one person only staircase just because it's such an old building. Um, but yeah, that was a great experience. You can get some pretty cool views of Central Park from up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably what three stories tall. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty cool. From there, we left. We passed through Shakespeare's Garden, mm-hmm. passed by a Swedish cabin. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we walked to the Alice in Wonderland um, statue. Yeah. Which on the way there, there's like bird like feeder type areas where you can watch birds and stuff like that. Now, the Alice in Wonderland statue 
was cool because it was it was it's a really cool piece of artwork however we didn't get to get any pictures because there were these like parents that just let their children climb on the statue as if it was a a jungle gym oh yeah like a freaking jungle gym like this is a piece of artwork like yeah like you wouldn't let like your kids climb up on the statue of liberty like on the outside of it i mean yeah you can climb up on the inside but you know what i mean it's like yeah why are you going to let your kids climb up on this thing as if it was a jungle gym? Yeah, because it's, it's not a playground. It's a piece of art. And yeah. then there was this one kid. At least some of the kids, like, they were climbing on it to, like, get a photo. But then there were these other kids that were just hanging up there, just chilling, just sitting, like, on, like, the frog's hand or something. It was, like, reaching up. And the kid was just legit laying there. Like, he w- he had no intention of coming down anytime soon. Yeah. And that, that was just so disrespectful. So that and i didn't want to take a picture because i don't want no grimy you don't kid want kids ruining the photo and in, in my photo <laughs> so i mean we at least got to see it it was basically this man whose wife passed away and he got this statue built and dedicated to her um i think it said you know she loved all children or something like that um they also had like a an audio tour where you can call a specific number on your cell phone and it's narrated by whoopi goldberg i didn't do any of that but um, yeah, they have lots of different statues in Central Park. And then I think from there, we were like, okay, we saw all we wanted to see, which was honestly only a third of Central Park. Yeah. We saw the the lower third of Central Park. The lower Park. third, yeah. That took two days and probably like multiple hours between those two days just yep. to see that one lower third. Yeah. There was the whole upper third. Central Park is so big. Yeah. And it's, it's not flat, so it's harder to walk because you're basically hiking because it goes up and down and up and down and like the path is like uneven and rocky and yeah it's definitely you know i mean it, it's it's a workout yeah and i had like nike like running shoes like the whole entire time we were in new york like yeah i i knew what i was going into like so i prepared yeah caitlin i just brought like my winter boots which yeah. i wear all the time when she it's took the outside. winter boots and so like she was walking through central park in these things she's like oh my gosh like what am i doing yeah so from there, we decided to go back to Lottery mm-hmm. and because this was like the last day we were going to be there. Yeah. And you were like, I want to go back to Lottery and get more macaroons. So we did that. And then we went back to Angelina's. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to Los Tacos number one for the third time. Mm-hmm. And that was our dinner. And then we went to Carlos again. Oh, yeah. And we went back to Carlos <laughs> um, and got I got another slice of... Uh, Italian the Italian cake. cheesecake. And, and then, then we got the confetti cake. And then we got the confetti cake, which was really good. Amazing. So, I mean, that was pretty much, I think, everything that we did while we were there. Yeah. Um, I mean, New York was a great experience. I'm definitely a city guy. Kate, yeah. Caitlin's more of a beachy, tropical person. Well, I like the city, too. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, after the conversations that me and you had, I, I, I would move to New York. You said not so much. No, I probably wouldn't move to New York. I think I would I would more so see myself probably in Chicago than New York. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Chicago either. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? I might want to move to Chicago Hopefully, I'm New York. hoping that I can convince you that we can go maybe this fall. I don't know. I mean... Even if it's just like a... Not a... Because we spent, what, five days in New York? We spent five days, four nights in New York. So even if it's just like three days. Because, I mean... Yeah. There's not as much to do like in New York because like even still there's still things I would have wanted to do in New York. It's just we were tired, our feet hurt, and yeah, we didn't want to pay all those lift fees. Chicago, I would really like to go just for the architecture. Yeah, so and the, the pizza. 
the architecture is so awesome there. And then, yeah. yeah, the deep dish pizza. I mean, so there's really not too much to do in Chicago. So I think, honestly, we could get it done in like three days. Yeah. There is one thing that I totally forgot about Sunday, about yesterday. What? Gray's papaya. Oh, yeah. So another How I Met Your Mother exclusive. So on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, I believe it's a New Year's episode. They go to a hot dog place called Gray's Papaya. And Grace Papaya was like two blocks from our hotel. Mm-hmm. So they have two locations, one in one in Hell's Kitchen and one in the Upper East Side. Upper West Side. Or the Upper West Side, I'm sorry. So the one that we went to was in the one in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And holy crap, those were that was the best hot dog I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Well, when I had researched, you know, prior to us leaving for New York, you know, I had already picked out that place to yeah. go get hot dogs from because it had... Like, that was the local favorite, you know, of the hot dogs. Yeah. I had no idea that it was even uh, How I Met Your Mother, like, reference. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been in other places just because it's so popular. Yeah. But in one of the How I Met Your Mother episodes, they're like, stop at Gray's Papaya. They're like on a limousine. And yeah. Like, stop at Gray's Papaya. And they get, like, hot dogs or whatever. But Gray's Papaya, you can get a hot dog for $2. Yeah. So, okay. So, if you are going to New York. Okay. Do not fall for the, like, hot dog carts, like, on the side of the road. Don't get a hot dog in Times Square. Don't even get the Nathan's hot dog that we got in Central Park. You have to go to Gray's Papaya. Yeah, all the other places, they claim they're good and they're way overpriced if because they're, like, in touristy locations. a traditional New York-style hot dog, you got to go to Gray's Papaya. And I think the hot dogs were, like, what, a dollar ninety five. Yeah, they're $1.95 yeah. each. If, they you, have... if you get a hot dog in Times Square, you're going to pay 7 or $8 for a single hot dog. Yeah. So, Grace Papaya, you can get a hot dog for $1.95. They do upcharge you for additional condiments. Yeah, like chili or Yeah, cheese. chili and stuff like that. Sauerkraut is free. Onions are free. Onions are free. Yeah, mustard and all that stuff is free. Yeah. But, so $1.95, you can get a hot dog. But they also have, like, combos. Yeah. So, you can get two hot dogs in one, in one drink for, I believe, like $5.50. Yep. So that's what me and Caitlin did. I got a hot dog. So mm-hmm. I had cheese, chili, and onions. Mm-hmm. Caitlin got the exact same thing, but without the onions. Yeah. And then their drinks that they have there are 100% fruit juice. Yeah. So they like squeeze all their juices like there. So they had like, they had pineapple. They had papaya. They had papaya. Like they had a bunch of like different mm-hmm. like fruits. We got the pineapple one. Yeah. And I mean, I only drink water. So, I mean, it was like, but because that was just straight up fruit juice, I went ahead and drank it just because I, I'm, I eat fruit anyway. Yeah. It's basically and eating, it was really eating good. fruit without, you know, actually eating it. But yeah, that was, that drink was hella good too. Mm-hmm. And it was such a good like difference between like the salty hot dog and then like the really sweet pineapple juice. Like it just went so they good together. They complemented each other. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, Grace Papaya, awesome hot dogs. Like, yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome hot dogs. Authentic New York hot dogs. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I guess, you know, going back to wrapping this up, I mean, this has already been an hour and a half, <laughs> <laughs> which we wanted this to be like less than an hour. Yeah. Just because we have all of our shows to watch to catch up on from yeah. since we've been gone. <laughs> I mean, New York, I highly recommend it. I mean, like I said, you know, I'm I think a, I think you should definitely go like once in your life. Yeah. Um, Where you stay, you know, just depends. I mean, definitely stay in Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, Queens and Brooklyn and all that stuff, there's really not much to do touristy wise. I mean, at least from my knowledge, we didn't go there. Like I said, we just drove through all those areas, but there, I can guarantee you there's a lot more to do in Manhattan than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. 
but I mean, it's like, like I said, where we stayed was the garment district kind of in Hell's Kitchen. That was the best place. The more like budget friendly type place to stay. We knew we were going to spend a lot of money on this trip. So that was the more budget friendly for us. I, me personally, I'm bougie. So I really wanted to stay in Central Park. Kind of on the like the Upper East Side or yeah, the Upper West Side. Yeah, which would have been cool to stay over in that area. Well, but that was like hell. It was like $600 a night. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not about that yeah. right now. Which, so, I mean, even at the hotel that we stayed at, even though it was like more of like a budget type hotel, it was still a very nice hotel. Yeah. I mean, and like the room that the, the room package that we got, it came with like free snacks every day and free yeah, water. They gave you drinks, mm-hmm. you know, non-alcoholic drinks. They yeah. gave you like sodas and waters and then they give you snacks every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's like a little kitchenette with a fridge, freezer, a stovetop, a dishwasher, a microwave, um, a sink. And I mean, you know, the, the bathroom was okay. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and then the the breakfast that they gave. Oh, yeah. Free breakfast every day. Free breakfast every day. And it's not your typical like La Quinta like type <laughs> continental breakfast. This was like a legit like sit down restaurant style breakfast. Yeah. Evolved into be like a continental style breakfast. Yeah. Because it wasn't just your standard like eggs and you texas shaped pancakes or waffles waffle like it wasn't like or they didn't even have like a make your own waffle station like it wasn't anything like that it was like more high class yeah it was more like uh like an ihop but buffet style yeah so i mean it's like of course they had their like standard so i i think the first day they had quiche the quiche yeah yeah they had quiche and kielbasa kielbasa and then they had um, french it was the waffle sticks the waffle sticks the second day they had straight up scrambled eggs with cheese i think no the second day was the what was it it wasn't was it with the cheese i thought that was yesterday yeah i don't know i don't remember no yesterday was the i don't it's irrelevant (laughs) but but they had like um like turkey like sausage Mm -hmm. Um, they had waffles, and then another day they had pancakes. One day they did French toast sticks. Yeah, French and then they toast had sticks. those the summer potatoes. Oh, those summer potatoes. Yeah. It was basically hash browns with like seasoning, tomatoes. Like I don't even know what what all was in it, but it was very good. It was so it's not your basic IHOP hash browns. They yeah. were elevated. So I mean, of course, and then they have your standard like cereal, oatmeal. Yeah, they bagels, like, muffins, pastries. Yeah, they had pastries. They had a fruit bar where you could get like yogurt, fruit. It was fresh fruit cut every single day. Yeah. So I mean, they had they had all this stuff, and then they had water and coffee. Of course, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it was like I said, not a, like a La Quinta style, but it wasn't like high end where you have to pay for your breakfast or whatever. Right. It, it was honestly really high end for it being free. Right. So, I mean, it was a, it was a great experience. Um, like, you know, like I said, I highly recommend everyone at least go once. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend everyone go to Las Vegas once. I highly recommend everyone going to Hawaii once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, Orbex is telling us to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. She wants to go play or something. Yeah. So. She wants some attention. All right. Well, I'll hopefully get something, you know, hopefully get this uploaded within the next day or two. Um, I've been trying to upload on Tuesdays. So hopefully I can get this up on, you know, by, by tomorrow. Orbix is blocking my line of the microphone. So, all right, everyone. Hopefully I can, you know, also get someone in this weekend so I can get something up, you know, for next weekend. So I appreciate everyone's patience. I'm also, you know, I'm honestly surprised and I'm very appreciative of how many people have listened to the podcast already. There's only been two episodes and there has been a great number of people that, that have listened to both. I, I'll keep trying to spit these things out, get more guests coming in. Orbix keeps blocking the microphone. 
<laughs> so uh, hopefully I can get more interesting people in. Orbix is making She's a mess. She's being very needy right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, get off this thing and come play with me. <laughs> well, we've been gone for five days. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.